0: Welcome to episode 127 Awakening to new and ancient gifts and embodying your soul's voice and expression. Welcome. I am your host Claire Obade. Woman Awake is a soul-led journey of awakening through motherhood and womanhood. Woman Awake explores the soul-based, spirit-fueled, somatic and energetic journey of awakening of consciousness. The power of an awakened woman lives in her life alignment, her inner achievement, and her embodied transformation. This is not just my journey, but it is ours. And together we seek to free our mind, feel our body, feed our soul, and to hear our heart. As women, as mamas, we seek clarity, we embrace the truth, we dive into the discomfort of our shadows. We honor our healing. And we be fully with our humanness whilst also being in our divinity too. Hello beautiful humans, welcome. Welcome to this week's episode. Now before I dive in and have a little chat with you, I just want to share a couple of things that are coming up in my world. These are all local events. I will be starting to run regular breathwork events again here on the Central Coast. These are called Inner Alchemy. They combine breath work, EFT energy medicine, and sound healing so i 've got one coming up in early October, and I also have a very incredible offering for those local to enjoy a six week series in Magdalene womb yoga so this will be a live in person yoga class i guess you could call it and we will be diving into the six wombs each week and working with different elements as well now for those of you who aren't local stay tuned i have brewing very soon a mini offering to bring the magdalene frequency to you in an online format i had many people who wanted to attend that couldn't obviously couldn't make it to the central coast And I also have this beautiful idea percolating to share with you the six-week journey, the six-womb journey in an online format as well. Oh, and so much more, a light language practice and journey, so much, I can't wait. So stay tuned, check out the show notes, stay connected on my Instagram, which is at claireobeyed underscore, and you will be hearing all about what's coming up in my world very, very soon. So let's get to it. Let's have a chat today. And I want to have a conversation with you about awakening to our gifts. So I kind of share this occasionally on my Instagram or occasionally on here on the podcast. I make a little comment here or there about it. And that is the journey that I've been on over, gosh, it's actually really years, but it really feels quite uh, condensed within the last Hmm. I'd say two years, 2020, 2021 and 2022. And that is the experience of clearing away stories and wounds and beliefs and contracts from the past and from past lives to allow myself to access and awaken gifts that are inherent, gifts that are innate, gifts that are part of my soul story and part of my aligned soul journey. And it's been a really interesting and very profound and yet incredibly subtle experience to watch the gentle awakening of these in my life. And I want to share a little bit about this because something happened at the Magdalene Frequency on the weekend that felt really, really big to me. So one of the particular aspects of my journey, and I guess you could say gifts that I'm awakening, is working with sound and frequency and breath in a really unusual way I guess from what I previously would have described sound and frequency and breath to be and when I say that it has been an interesting process of opening up to working with music working with sound working with sound healing during lockdown last year that went on forever six months I purchased a bowl of uh, a set of singing bowls sorry and I taught myself how to play And I also purchased a frame drum which I have been using since I began my Magdalene womb yoga and Magdalene priestess journey and learning how to play the frame drum. And what then has come about since starting to work with sound and music in that way is a desire to work with my voice in a different way. Now let me just say here, I am not a singer. I am not trained. I don't believe that I am... Gifted with an incredible singing voice. So when I talk about gifts here, it's less about accessing something that is so wild and magical and otherworldly and I'm here to blow the world open with my beautiful singing voice. No, but it's about accessing gifts of expression and gifts of sacred service and the way of transmitting information and sensation and knowledge and wisdom and accessing my own soul's voice and unique language which we all have right. So on the weekend at the Magdalene Frequency and in the days leading up to it I felt this very strong pull that I wanted to sing or chant with the group. So singing and chanting is something that we do in priestess training all the time. It's not something that I do or have previously wanted to do regularly. I love going to kirtan. I love going to to singing groups. I love being in the energy of music. But whenever in priestess training we would get out our drum and our chant, it was already too much just learning the drum rhythm, let alone learning the drum rhythm and singing with it. But I've been noticing over the last, I'd say, year and a half in particular, I can't really stop myself from chanting and singing. It just happens. I sing all day to my children. I make up songs and little ditties and constantly chanting, constantly working with my breath and my voice. And I've used my voice in many, many ways and capacities over the years, teaching meditation, breathwork classes, speaking on a podcast like this, recording meditations coaching my voice is my vehicle and I'm always so grateful to receive beautiful feedback about my voice but when it comes to singing or chanting in public that's just been something I've been very very closed off to it's just that's just not for me that's just something I'll never do and yet in the lead up to the Magdalene frequency and working in that energy and planning and opening up and heartstorming to what was to come through for that event I felt this very strong and clear directive that it was time for me to open my voice and express myself more. Now, I need to go back a few steps and highlight that over the last nine months especially, there have been quite a few activations that have happened in kundalini journeys, uh, in plant medicine journeys and other experiences where I've had an activation of light language or spontaneous sounding in an operatic, tonal, high octave like it's actually quite wild it's not even my voice I've had a few activations where this has just spontaneously happened and it's been pretty awesome and very wild and unexpected so it I guess from the outside in it's not really a surprise that this was nudging at me to start working with my voice and then I decided to purchase a shruti box so if you don't know what a shruti box is it's a drone instrument it's kind of like a harmonium that's used in kirtan without the keys It's really simple to play. I don't have any major knowledge about music theory, but I decided to purchase one anyway and just have a crack. And then whilst playing with it, because of course it arrived a few days just before the Magdalene frequency, uh, my teacher presented us with this beautiful mantra, which is Inana Asuot Leba. And this mantra just is an incredible heart opener and heart healer. And I just started chanting it along with her in practice and then outside in the sun and then with my son next to me. And I just felt this very clear guidance that as wobbly and uncomfortable and awkward as it felt, that a part of my process in awakening myself more and more to my channel and to my gifts and to my own soul's language and voice was to use my voice in this way and to chant. So thankfully, I've been doing a lot of clearing work and a lot of energy healing to just release all of the stories and the limiting beliefs and the feelings of self-worth that just weren't present on the day when I decided to pull the shruti box. I was—I I can honestly say that I wasn't really nervous. I didn't feel incredibly confident. I felt wobbly. I didn't feel that I was going to nail it, and that my voice is a beautiful voice to hear singing. But I felt very clearly that this is just what I should do. Now, other than just waxing lyrically the whole time about myself and these stories, I'm sharing this because I want to really drill down to this point, which is I did something that I felt very called to do that felt uh, unstable and a little wobbly and not perfect by any stretch of the means. But I did it because it felt clear and true for me my journey, my heart, my experience, my expression. I did it because it felt important to do something imperfectly. I did it because the process of embodiment is beginning and taking action and doing it and being in it. And if I want to harness my voice and I want to feel safe to be fully seen in all of me, in all of my gifts as I am, I have to actually place myself into the centre of the discomfort, which is seeing in a room of 13 people and chanting and allowing them to receive that this is learning on the go and whilst I believe that it's really important to not work your stuff out on your people and not process your pain and your wounds on your community and on your clients and your groups learning on the go is a part of embodying and for some of us we must actually place ourselves precisely in the experience that we want to fully embody to get closer and closer to the embodiment of that so I chanted. I guided the group through a beautiful meditation. I took them through a sound healing journey using the singing bowls and the drum and some beautiful koshi chimes. And then the shruti box was right there. And she said, now let's play. And so I opened her. And I started by just chanting the sound om over and over, just warming my voice up, and then I started to chant this beautiful mantra, Inana Aswat Leba. And of course it was wobbly and I'm sure my voice cracked and I'm certain that I did not have perfect pitch and tone. I'm not sure I ever will and it's not really the point actually. I think that if you are gifted with an incredible voice, it's very obvious from quite a young age, isn't it? But it was so beautifully received by this incredible group of women these humans these souls these divine beings who were there with me who thanked me for being wobbly for thanked me for opening and expressing and who received that with so much grace and love will this be something I do all the time I don't know I'm not really attached to it I had a womb healing session yesterday and I chanted for her again then and it feels truly less about how it's received and more about the, the service of it, being in service with my voice and my soul expression and my soul language and the medicine of my soul through sound. So the invitation here for you is, gosh, there's so many. And the first is, what are you awakening to? What innate gifts do you have ways of service, profound ways of serving and supporting the world and other people and Mother Earth. What are you awakening to? And let's just be careful with that word gifts. Not gifted. Your gifts, they don't have to be perfect. This is not in the eyes of the celebrity and how the world views perfection. We're not talking about that at all. We're talking about embodying and sharing your essence your soul expression and some of these are ancient gifts from past lifetimes and for me personally I've had a lot a lot a lot of clearing to do around past life stories and wounds and patterns and beliefs and quite horrific experiences as well where each and every time I've closed down or shut down or clamped my channel or restricted myself and here I am in this lifetime a very very privileged experience where I'm not Um, possibly going to be burned at the stake or have my throat slashed for expressing my psychic gifts or, you know, I'm speaking real experiences here for myself from past lives. I'm not going to have those experiences in this lifetime. And I live a very privileged life, a very abundant life, a life of a lot of safety. So it's in this lifetime that I get to finally heal so much of those stories, including ones through my generation and my family lineage and from this life as well. So follow the nudges. Two, three years ago, I didn't know that this is where I would be going. And I don't really know where I'll be going from here either. And I've completely surrendered that it must look a certain way, that there's a set of gifts that I have to embody. There's only one way or one direction. I've let go of all of that. I just keep following the nudges. And the nudges say, get the singing bowls, learn to play them. Get the drum, learn to play that. Start singing more. Do breath work more. Get the shruti box, play Hold space, share, be in service, offer healing in multiple ways. The second invitation here is, can you be okay with being wobbly as you learn to embody something? Instead of waiting for it to be perfect, the perfection actually comes in... The practice, the practice, the practice, the practice, both privately in your own space and also placing yourself in spaces where people will witness you and be seen and to see you with love and to acknowledge you. I remember the very first time I had to stand up at yoga teacher training and teach the group that I was learning with, and my heart was pounding, and my hands were sweaty, and I was shaking. That is the initiation, that is the rite of passage, that is earning your stripes, that is embodying it to the point where you can teach a yoga class with your eyes closed, with no script in front of you, with nothing. It's the practice and being in spaces and with people who will hold you as you practice. That's embodiment. And do it 1,000 times, 3,000 times, over and over and over. The invitation is to learn on the go. That is your process of embodying your gifts. An awakening to who you truly are and to your soul's expression so I invite you be curious and open to what is calling at you it might not make sense none of it makes sense why would I spend my time learning the frame drum and sound healing bowls and the shruti box and singing that's not going to quote-unquote make a lot of money that's not going to lead me anywhere or is it who am I to place any judgment in what's coming through me and what wants to be expressed through me, and what my soul wants to do. When we dissolve all the patriarchal structures and the constructs of our capitalist world, we start to realize that there is so much available to us to experience and to embody and to feel and to taste and to touch that has nothing to do with what we're earning and where we're going and what we're building and what ladder we're climbing. It's got to do with expression and creativity, and that is what your soul is here to do. So this is my invitation Awakening to your gifts, being wobbly with the imperfection, embracing all of that. Creating safety as you expand into your expression and to your soul's voice and the medicine of your soul's voice. I hope this really lands for you and that you receive the medicine and the gift here. Thank you for listening to Woman Awake. If you found this episode supportive, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes. This is the best way to cheer me on and ensure that Woman Awake lands in the hearts and ears of those that need it most. If you think of someone that needs this medicine, please do me a favor and share this on. You can find me over at clarabade.com slash podcast. Thank you for being a part of this journey of awakening.